everybody, welcome to Kira's Kingdom, the Death Note Watch Along Podcast. I am your host, Riley, joined with my co-host, Mo Diggity. Hello, everyone. And special guest returning, uh, Demi Gloom. Uh, yo, what's up? Welcome back to the show, Demi Gloom. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> as if you're like, as if you're like some like honored guest who's only been on like anything <laughs> yeah. ever twice, not just like my fucking internet goon who's in like everything that I do. No, I'm, da- I've, you know, it's, it's a real pleasure to be here <laughs> on a, a Riley podcast production. <laughs> the very rare with, that uh, that's happens. Mo Diggity. You know, I think this is a really interesting cast of people. You know, <laughs> Riley, Mo, Demi Gloom. And we never get to do anything, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, never get to collab or anything. You know, it's it's been a while. Yes, right, the three has. of us have never collabed on a podcast before. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, this is a fucking stupid bit. Uh, we're here to talk about Death Note because that's the conceit of this podcast. Uh, today we're talking about Death Note Episode 2, Confrontation. Um, it aired October 10th, 2006 in Japan and some other day in America. IMDb doesn't tell me. Um, it was directed by Tetsuro Araki and Tomohiko Ito, uh, written by Sugumi Oba, Takeshi Obata, and Toshiki Inoue. And yeah, uh, so it's time for me to start talking about what happened in the episode. Uh, so... Wait, no, no, uh, Before we start, I had, a, I had a question to pose to Demi Gloom, I remember. No. Oh, yeah. I, I thought of this today in the car with, like, my best friends. Um, he, he, he just got a car, like, today. He was showing me his new car, and we were talking. And I told him. I, I told him about this podcast, and I started thinking about the Death Note. And I, I thought of this hypothetical for you, Demi Gloom. Well, Do you think it. that the Death Note is transphobic? How is the Death Note transphobic? <laughs> because what? So you have to write somebody's name in the Death Note, and it's like the Shinigami eyes. Oh, you Jesus. see their real name. <laughs> Do you think that your your transgender name would apply to that, or would it have to be your dead name? Uh, first of all, I like to call it your chosen name, not your transgender name. <laughs> okay, your uh, chosen name, like your dead like name, as if, as if like this transgender thing is just a little hobby that I do. <laughs> And it's like World of Warcraft, you know. You're picking, gig. yeah. Like, yeah, what's your what's your Dungeons and Dragons name? What's your <laughs> yeah? What's your fucking what's your little transgender name? Yeah, it, what's your it's like the equivalent to like what Pegasus the gamer is for me. It's just like yeah. a fucking stupid nickname. Like trans is more of like a clan for gaming than it is like you know a thing in real life. You know, it's like trans demi gloom or you know. Uh, uh, or picker 5000 or some shit no but right. really do you think that the death note <clears throat> takes into consideration chosen name or is a dead name well it never specified whether it was legal name name at birth because like what if you legally change your name you know what i mean like that's a good how point. are we how are we determining a person's name there's multiple interpretations of what it means to actually like be like your quote-unquote real name you know what i mean what is a real name is kind of <clears throat> You know, it's up to society. It's not like an objective, physical or biological thing. So it's really difficult to determine. And what about people who were born without names? You know what I mean? What if I was a baby, they got thrown in the trash can 
uh, you know, during a fucking prom night or some <laughs> prom shit. Night <laughs> prom night dumpster baby. <laughs> prom night dumpster baby. And, you know, I, I, I was living with the other prom night dumpster babies in the street, <laughs> and we never were given real names. You know, got you know Gangster Paradise what, playing in the background. <laughs> what Shinigami, you know what I mean? If someone had the Shinigami eye, whoops, spoilers, uh, would they... Oh, God, this is a big spoiler. I didn't this even think about spoiler. it. I don't, know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I have no okay. idea what the fuck that is. So chill, chill, chill. It's okay. All right, to answer your question, uh, no, I don't think that the Death Note is transphobic. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. Strangely, strangely enough, and I, I'm not going to get into the specifics till later on, but I think they might have answered that question in this episode. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but we'll see. Um, no, no, no. In, in fact, it was like the last like five or six minutes with his uh, uh, the first confrontation with L. Speaking of, uh, let's get into the plot of the episode confrontation. Uh, so we start with Light in his high school class. They do the same bit from the first episode where Light's obviously not paying attention, but then he perfectly recites a line from the teachings. And uh, then we see Ryuk is with him, and then Ryuk comments on how boring school is and asks how he does it every day, which is, of course, hashtag relatable. I liked it. The first thing I noticed in this episode, my first question was, is he just sitting at his desk casually writing down the names of people who are talking in the classroom because he can't fucking hear the teacher over them? Because I was like, dude, this guy is like fucking about to go ham on some fucking people, man. He doesn't kill people that he knows, though. That's his whole thing. Well, no, I mean, that that's... God, Riley, you are like a comedy fucking black hole. Yeah, fuck hole your jokes. Where you die. suck all the fucking funny out of the fucking comment. It's like, you I, know, I, like, I, I think it's why funnier. did the chicken cross the road? And you'll fucking uh, try to answer it logically. You're like, you're the That's beginning. That's the funniest the, joke ever. The fucking why did the yeah, chicken cross the road? Yeah, but you would fucking destroy it like with a, your black hole of comedy. Your event like, horizon. No. no, no, the event horizon that is you just sucks the comedy. You're like a fucking dementor, but for funny shit. Just no, that's like the funniest thing I've ever read is like, why did the chicken cross the road? Then it's like an entire research paper about like the free will and mental capacity of chickens. The, no, I, I just fucking hate it. You're like, you're just thinking about the joke too much, I think. Uh, but anyway, uh, so <clears throat> after school, Light goes home and Ryuk makes fun of him for working so hard and Light explains the inner workings of how he only has limited time to write names in the notebook because he has to sleep and he has to pay attention in school. And he goes into this whole like intellectual tirade about his whole plan. <laughs> and he's, he, it's very well thought out as most of what light says is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I noticed that he basically has every fucking waking second planned, uh, you know, down <clears throat> killing, like killing dozens, if not hundreds of people a day. Uh, to his time in both his uh, school, both regular and cram school, he has become death destroyer of criminals and other people when they get when he gets annoyed with them. It's true, uh, but uh, light is interrupted by uh, his younger sister Sayu, who we're meeting for the first time in this episode. Uh, she needs some help with her homework, uh, so light has to uh, pause his death noting, his kiraing, uh, to help her out. Um, and he puts the death note in a drawer, and that's when Ryuk informs him that if uh, Sayu or anybody else touches that death note, they're going to be able to see Ryuk. So that really, freak- oh, uh, uh, Sorry, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that freaks Light out. He's like, now you tell me, fuck. 
Yeah, I, I love how he's fucking with them the entire time. Like, I, I like jokester gods and mythologies and stuff like that that just kind of fuck with you a little bit. And I, I like the idea that he didn't, that Light didn't think of the idea of maybe like his sister or like one of his parents or something just coming in there, just opening a door, like looking for a pen or some bullshit, right? And then all of a sudden they come across this fucking notebook called Death Note. And if they no, but he, he it, does address that because he says that. He, his original plan was just to tell them that he was documenting criminals. He didn't know that. No, no, it, but they would be able to if see they you. just if they just passively touch it, like they're like they uh uh like a shove it to the side or something, or they just pick it up, look at it, and just like put it down. You know, like seemingly innocuous uh, uh, nonsense that he would didn't even consider because he's too busy wanting to be the new this god of the new realm. Well, no, the thing creating. is, he did consider that scenario. He just wasn't told that they would be able to see Ryuk. He just. He just thought they would see it and like be suspicious, but he already had a backup plan to tell them that he was documenting criminals to prepare to be a detective someday. So he thought about that. He just didn't know that they would be able to see Ryuk if they touched the notebook. Yeah, one of the many fucking curveballs he uh, neglected to tell him, you know, after like getting the fucking notebook. I mean, after he killed a bunch of people, he just finds out that, hey, you're not going to be able to go to heaven or hell. No afterlife. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry, you're basically going to be like, you know, Loki and Bartleby from fucking Dogma. You're going to be sitting outside the fucking gates of eternity for, like, eternity. Or the so, gates of heaven for eternity, sorry. So as Light helps uh, Sayu with her math homework, uh, we cut to Interpol. Uh, the international police are having a whole fucking conference about all these unexplained criminal deaths. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're all arguing. Uh, somebody uh, suspects the FBI and the CIA and some American is like, I dare you to say that again. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed the whole like world's police forces and alphabet agencies in, you know, convening in Japan for reasons. You know, I fucking really love that. It's like, what would Japan have anything to do with the CIA? Well, then again, it is the CIA, so... Well, it just happens that Interpol headquarters are in Japan. Because reasons. Is Interpol? Uh, no, I thought Interpol was in Britain. Or is that MI5? I don't know where real what, Interpol is, but Death Note Interpol is yeah, in yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah, You know, like, we're, we're thinking about the wrong shit here. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, they all argue, and then eventually they realize they're not going to be able to find anything by investigating heart attacks. And uh, that's when somebody says they have to bring in L. And suddenly the whole room goes silent. Dun dun dun. And there are two Japanese uh, policemen who are talking. One is the police chief, the other one is new. It's as is established. And. The police chief explains that L is this amazing detective who solved every case that he's worked on, but nobody knows his real name or face or where he's located. He's just like a guy on a computer screen uh, that is carried by another guy who wears a disguise who they also don't know the real name and face of. <laughs> so dun dun dun. So they're they're initially worried. They're like, "Oh, L will only take on cases he's in interested in. How do we know he's even going to take this case on?" <laughs> And then the, the guy in the disguise walks in and says, oh, L's already on the move, bro. 
He's one step yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, all the world's intelligence agencies and heads of the police departments. Uh, I'm a guy who just saunters the fuck on in here in a goddamn like a, 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 a like a pervert fucking overcoat and the fucking hat, like the ones he used to have in like the the sixties and seventies when you're a straight man, you know, like a good Christian moral uh, married man, but you go and get that pornography. <laughs> That's the kind of fucking setup he has. I love it. Yes, uh, but anyway, so this guy shows up. He puts L on the on the projector, and L addresses Interpol, and he informs them that he's going to need the cooperation of all of the police forces uh, for to solve this case, particularly Japan's police force, uh, which the police chief questions, and L states that he is certain that. Kira is either either from or hiding in Japan. Oh, by the way, I guess we forgot <clears> to mention this is when they established that uh, Light Light's like criminal pseudonym is Kira, and that's what people started to call him. It's derived from the English word killer. Uh, yeah. so that's that's where the name of the show comes from, though. Well, there's another thing that it comes from, but that's where the, you were like Kira's kingdom. Who's Kira? Light is Kira. That's his criminal name. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I, I dig it. I, I like how now they're incorporating the internet. Yes, uh, in this there's now. like there's like four chan threads about Kira. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not it's not actually four chan, but it's, it's like another net forums talking about Kira. Oh boy, anonymous internet forums. <laughs> and, and how yeah. how this nice little girl it says Kira kill kill everyone. Yeah, like, do you psycho the, fucking bitch? That is exactly what happens. Did I miss that? Did that already happen, or does that happen after that? No, that happened like during the introduction of uh, uh, Kira's websites and stuff, and how he's telling the Shinigami. No, 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 I know when how- that happened. I'm talking about that part, like when he's talking about Kira. Yeah, yeah, when he when he first starts talking about it, like that little girl, you see her... Uh, uh, like uh, you see her say, uh, tell Kira kill everyone, and then you see her like a few moments before she writes that uh, uh, talking in the classroom. Kira, kill everyone. And this is where I, I love this scene because it's also one of one of a, a lights little uh, based and sociopath pilled uh, fucking <laughs> speeches where he just starts going. Everyone's a fucking sheep except me. They like to fucking, you know, tote the line in public. But when they're by themselves, they're like, fucking kill them all. And so, like, that's pretty much exactly uh, uh he he's exactly right because that's his that is how people really are so if you give them you give people a death notes nine times out of ten if no one fucking even sees or suspects anything they'd probably write like a baker's dozens names by the first night me too dude i would <clears throat> i would kill hundreds of people on my first night stop a death stop <laughs> how much time it's Demi Gloom's goal to make every episode of this show legally questionable to air. <laughs> he hasn't, na- well, he hasn't named any names. No, he, he hasn't named... Episode. Oh, we named a lot of names. We, we <laughs> named a, a, an absolute ton of them. And, like, and you and me, I, I think that we would like collab well together, you know, and it's like, all right, so we're going to have this uh, fucking uh, whiteboard. Like, we start trading people's fucking names. Like, all right. You get his and all that. Wow, two heroes working together. What a novel concept. No, but I'm not I'm not going to have any bullshit fucking uh, 
sanctimonious nonsense is like, hey, these people fucking sucks, and quite frankly, the world would be better without all these people. How much do you think a page of the Death Note would cost? Oh, uh, fucking uh, 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 Bill Gates's wage, hour, hourly wage. At the isn't very there least. like a whole one shot manga about that? <laughs> How much it would cost? Yeah, uh, do no. you not know? There's no, 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 no. There is. There's a. This doesn't spoil anything because it's uh, it's completely separated from the story of Death Note in particular. But there's a sequel manga, and it's like a stupid little one shot uh, where some other kid gets the Death Note, but he doesn't want to use it, so he just sells it. And it's like the the shenanigans of of the bidding war for the Death Note. First of all, so who the, the fuck would believe you that it's real? <laughs> Yeah, that's a hard sell. It's like, hey, you pissed off at your mom, kid? Write her name down. She'll fucking die. You can play Xbox for the rest of the night. You'd probably make like an anonymous post on like 4chan or something and be like, I'm selling this Death Note to prove that it's real. Like, show me a name and a face. And e- exactly this time on this day, they will drop dead. I will sell 4chan. you this. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I hypothetically was like completely amoral and had no problem with killing people, which I do, by the way, I'm, I wouldn't like fucking kill people indiscriminately or innocent people but like if i were to sell it that's how i would go about it i would like anonymously post somewhere using uh like an anonymous website be like this person's gonna die at this time to prove that it's real and anyone who's interesting interested start fucking bidding now you're probably thinking but demi gloom like they would immediately like trace you down to your ip address and all that but there's one thing that they forgot Because this this episode episode is is brought to you by ExpressVPN. (laughs) If you want to get back to doing something highly illegal on the internet, but you don't want them to trace your IP address, download ExpressVPN. It changes your IP address to any the location of any country you want, and you're completely untraceable to any government institutions. The number sixty nine repeating. No, I don't. Can, can you don't, that be my you, IP you can't address? Just, you can't just type in a number and say <laughs> that's your IP address. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, 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 I did actually go out of the Kira stuff happens after the Interpol scene, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, L is gonna says that he's gonna prove that uh, this is in Japan. Um, it's also initially speculated that. Uh, that this murder is perpetrated by a large organization, but I've, I've L and the police seem to kind of abandon that idea really fast. Like, like by the end of this episode, it seems like L is certain that Kira is a a a a person. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so uh, after the Interpol scene, uh, we cut back to light. Uh, has devised this really fucking complicated trap uh, to protect the notebook. He he set up his drawer. So so he has a drawer with like a key lock, and he left his key in the drawer. But that's that's what he wanted. He wants the key to be very obvious because you open the drawer and it's a diary. And and he's like, okay, well th- they find the diary that'll satisfy people's curiosity as why I'm like hiding shit. But look at this pen. If I take this pen and I screw out the fucking little part and I put it in this little hole in the drawer, it opens the bottom of the drawer and reveals the death note inside. (laughs) And if it's not done in this very meticulous way, it'll fucking ignite 
and explode. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's like me trying to hide like my fucking skirts and women's clothing from my <laughs> parents who don't know that I'm trans. All right, so you open Debbie's closet and fucking explode. Yeah, like I have a few things like you know, Ryuk fucking you know uh, uh pointed this out right off the bat. I was like, dude, you're you're gonna have like quite the fire, and this is gonna kill somebody. And he's all like, it's either you know go to jail and get sentenced to death, or like deal with the little house fire. Like, dude, from what you've been able to show us, you constructed an IED, man. (laughs) You know, like, this is going to go off, and it's probably going to go off in your sister's fucking face when she's not even, like, trying to be bad or anything. So you probably killed your sister and and permanently scarred your mom or dad. But, like, one of them is definitely going to die. It's probably going to be the sister. Also... I wasn't getting what he was uh, uh, doing. Well, I think they implied. I think they implied it's not like an explosion. I was just saying that for comedic effect, it just lights the notebook on fire. Well, yeah, but he also like says, "Hey, a little house fire," and then he, it shows like a graphic of a big ass firebomb. Also, he seemed to have put a lot of freaking rubbing alcohol and other stuff in there, and then set it on fire, like. What was he doing in the abandoned building? That didn't. I think make, that was like, just him, like sense. experimenting uh, with causing the fire. And I think they were like trying to make you think he was just going to burn the notebook. Like I think they were trying to make you think that, uh, like that was the point of that scene. Oh, okay. Because like right, he's sort right, of saying, like, sense. oh, I realize now that if I fuck up, my whole family's going to die. So like they sort of make you think that he's just going to burn the notebook. But then we find out that it's him setting up this elaborate trap. Oh, okay. One of my notes is, oh, wow, he really uh, stopped with the fucking death note thing now. Now he has something to lose. And then I said, oh, no, no, never mind. It's just another excuse for him not to get caught. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yeah, he explains this whole trap to Ryuk. uh, And then uh, that's when it gets to the Kira scene. Uh, where, you know, more and more criminals start dying and we hear the public start to ramble about uh, this this person called Kira. And we, that's when the Kira kill everyone scenes happens. This, like, sweet little girl texting that and putting it on the internet. <laughs> and uh, uh, we cut to Light, who's looking at the internet, and he's, he explains to Ryuk, like, oh, this is all about me. They've given me the name Kira, which, you know, not ideal that they're calling me Killer. But, like, I guess that's the name they picked. <laughs> is Kira the Japanese version of the word killer? Or is it just, like, it's Japanese just like people a... trying to say killer? They go, Kira! <laughs> I think that is the implication. It's just, like, they, they like, didn't want to just straight up name him killer. So they just, like, picked something that sounded like killer. Yeah. No, I'm, I know a lot of Japanese words and shit. They kind of just, like, changed letters. Of like, well, not like Japanese words, but like in Japan, when they come up with like names and shit, they kind of do what the English language did to like la- like Latin words and shit like that. They kind of just like arrange them or like through word of mouth, I guess they just I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Like there's a lot of words that are just like derivative of English words within like Japanese slang or pop. I, I guess I guess Kira is like kind of equivalent to like Gojira. The fuck is Gojira? That's how they oh, pronounce Godzilla. Godzilla in Japan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gojira! That's kind of funny. That's really <laughs> but, funny. 
<laughs> no, it is in fact really funny. It's not just kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, well, it's not really, like really funny because like when they were doing it, it was like Japanese people making the movie, so it became sort of a funny joke because like eighties comedy films, basically. With the fa ra 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 and all that stuff, so I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think it got I think it got funny then, but that was the intent uh, like uh, later on. But I don't think that was the uh, intention then. At least I don't think so. Anyway, either well, way, you, still fucking funny. Do you remember the? Uh, you've seen Dragon Ball Z abridged, right? Yeah, I love. Do you that remember? Shit. Do you remember the Gojira bit? Gojira? Uh, yeah, like no, the, I the, don't. At some point, the Z fighters summon Shenron, and then like the people in the city see him and think it's Godzilla, <laughs> and oh, they're all Gojira! like, "Gojira!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude! Speaking of Gojira, uh, the fucking like one of the best Japanese fucking metal bands out there is Gojira. There's a Japanese metal band called Gojira. That sounds yeah, lit as fuck, dude. They're fucking badass, bro. Like I, I fucking totally uh, recommend going to check out Gojira. Yeah, Gojira, fucking uh, uh, Oakley Dokley. I think that's their name. It's a Ned Flanders fucking uh, uh metal band, like a Ned, like a tribute to Ned Flanders. But uh, <laughs> that's really fun. Yeah, they're fucking badass too, man. Their music's really good. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so Light is explaining to Ryuk, uh, the whole like he does this whole like hypothetical scenario. Where it's like, oh, imagine that a school were to discuss whether bad people deserve to die. Of course, you would say that killing people is wrong. Uh, you which, fucking shape! <laughs> <laughs> I'm isn't a true, god! Which isn't true anymore. I think in Not the year 2021, a lot of people are just like, yeah, kill the pedophiles, kill the murderers, who cares? Kill them. Yeah. <laughs> No, not literally. I mean, pedophiles, I mean, like... Maybe it's just a really like, vocal minority, but from what I've seen, it's like, oh yeah, bad criminals, just kill them. Murderers, pedophiles, I mean, rapists, We've talked about, them. like, child molesters, and my opinion on that. I, I think kill them. When it comes to murderers, I think it completely depends on the situation. Because we're talking about murder right now, and talking about whether or not it's okay sometimes. Like, murdering a murderer is still murder, right? Like, how the fuck can you be, like, murder all murderers? Then you just yep. create, like, this this endless feedback loop of just everyone killing everybody. Like it's, it's fucking stupid. You know, it's, it's like Batman said, you know, <clears throat> if you murder, murder, then the amount of murderers in the world stays the same. I'm Batman. You know, that's pretty much it. <laughs> he ends every quote with I'm Batman. <laughs> because I'm Batman. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, uh, light, light goes to the scenario and he's like, Oh, humans, they're, they're just, they keep up appearances in public, but in private, on the internet, where they can be anonymous, they're all supporting Kira, because they realize that what I'm doing is truly just, and I'm the god of the new world, yeah, yeah, yada, yada, look at so me like go. So like with Elliot Roger. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, that wasn't I, want that somebody, funny. I want somebody to make a really like well-made manga <laughs> about Elliot Roger getting the death note. My Twisted World <laughs> manga adaptation. <laughs> Dude, the fucking the way Elliot Roger speaks and the way uh, Light speaks are virtually the same. 
like if you've ever listened or read like anything that Elliot Roger has said, if you've read his manifesto or watched his vlogs, he literally sounds just like fucking L. <laughs> not L, not L. Why does it say L? Fucking Elliot Roger. L. Oh. <laughs> oh god, you guys god are ruining it. this fucking new anime that I'm into. <laughs> All right, anyway, though, uh, so uh, after that, uh, Light is watching the television, and there's a, ooh, a special worldwide broadcast from the international police. Broadcast? What? <laughs> broadcast. Open your Fuck mouth you. and enunciate, motherfucker. <laughs> it's a broadcast. So, so we see, uh, so we see a, a man in a suit with green hair. Uh, with a name tag on his desk that says Lind L. Taylor. And he introduces himself as the greatest detective in the world, Lind L. Taylor, a.k.a. L. And he directly challenges Hira and berates him for his crimes, says that what he's doing is evil, and Light gets pissed. Yeah, and- because he gets fucking called out for being a fucking psychopath and thinking that he could just fucking murder people. Uh, you know, it's... Like the uh, the the scene where he finally like loses his shit. Like, how dare this fucking mere mortal criticize the new god of the new world? Yeah, it's funny. You know this who is a, I am. This is a fully emotional response because, like, originally, yeah. originally, L comes on the screen. He's like, "Oh, the police are trying to catch me. They can never catch me. Who the fuck cares?" And then when Lindell Taylor says he's evil, that's when Light's like, "All right, that's it," and he pulls out the Death Note. I'm not evil. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm not evil, and to prove it, I'm going to murder you. So, <laughs> he writes Lindell Taylor in the Death Note. Really big, by the way. He he makes sure to fucking mm-hmm. emphasize the name Lindell Taylor in his Death Note. He should have wrote by bag of dicks. You know, it, takes up ha- it takes up half a page, him writing Lindell Taylor. And Lindell Taylor does, in fact, die on the television in 40 seconds of a heart attack. So Light's like, oh, he actually says, it's really funny, oh, what's wrong? You have nothing else to say? Like, he mocks the dead <laughs> L. But then L's little logo appears on the TV screen. And L's like, wow, I had to and test He's wearing it. an anonymous mask. He's fat as shit. He loses his <laughs> <laughs> I am anonymous. L's like, I-, I had to test this, but I didn't think it would actually happen. I guess you can kill without being there. And that, that's when Light's like, oh shit. Like, he, he knows. And, and Ryuk's like chuckling at this. And that's when L yeah, drops... Yeah, he's just digging, he's digging it all the fucking way down. He loves the shit out of this. And, and, L, and L then drops the huge bomb that, even though it was announced as a worldwide broadcast, this broadcast was only airing specifically in the Kanto region of Japan. Meaning that L has now narrowed down the suspects from everybody in the world to just the Kanto region of Japan in this one fell swoop. And this is huge. (laughs) It's fucking crazy, dude. This is like this is like the first moment that like defines Death Note for people is the Lindell Taylor scheme. Yeah, I, I can I, I can totally see why because it was really a, a great moment uh in, in this episode and we're barely like two episodes into this freaking show. So now you have basically it's 
it's a it, it's a sociopath with delusions of grandeur versus a mentally unstable inst- unstable fucking kid with delusions of grandeur you know it's like it's basically redditors versus 4chan the wait why does, why does l have delusions of grandeur just because he's anonymous well, he, no it's not that he's anonymous but you know they already called him arrogant and he's already uh he has the same mannerisms the sort of same uh it, it, like based on just what i've seen so far he seems to it, it seems to be uh yeah opposites attract but really they're kind of the it, it seems to be like a a, a uh, you know one side of the same coin you know what i mean sort of that analogy and it seems like uh this guy is uh you know he's not a cop or anything he only does cases that he's interested in which makes him a little bit smug and think he probably thinks that his farts don't stink probably a lot like light does he probably has like an agenda but it, it's it, it's not like he's complicated you can just listen and talk for a few minutes and figure out what he's about but I, I I think this is like I, I think this is sort of like ego versus ego, in, in a sense. Maybe not so much sociopath or versus okay. delusions of grandeur. Maybe I'm sort of stretching for that. It definitely feels like a redditor versus 4chan, though. That, that's a really <laughs> funny way to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. So because they, they've incorporated the internet into it, and now he's uh, in, uh they, I'm I'm sure that he'll L will uh uh start incorporating uh, the internet in some capacity in the show. And don't tell me if he doesn't, but uh, this is what I'm thinking is going to happen. He'll start hitting the net hard and so will mm. fucking light. So I'm kind of looking forward to see if that's where they go. And I want to, I want to talk a little bit more about Ellen in a minute, but let me like finish describing the plot. Cause we're almost done. And uh, then we'll, we'll have like me, a discussion me, about L. Okay. Well, let me just say this though. I okay. think this uh, that this scene that we're talking about specifically, what I said earlier in the show, uh, I think they answered the question of would your quote unquote dead name uh, be uh, like w- w- would it still kill you in the death note? So say your name was Steve, and then you changed your name to like say, and I'm not making fun of you, buddy, or anything. You're just right here. Change your name to Demi Gloom. If he if the person <laughs> writes if the person writes down Steve, and the dude turns into this dude this chick named Demi Gloom, would it fucking still kill him? And I think that as long as you have the name and the face in front of you. I think that it, it well maybe it could kill you. I think the same sort of uh, I I I think that it would it would work that way. I think it would work the way that your uh your friend was thinking of. So I I think it would kill like a person who's going by a different name. Like I have my real name and then I have Mo. You know I'm sure if they wrote down my real name or my nickname. I'm, and had their face in my my face in their minds. I'm sure I would die within the parameters of the face. Uh, the Facebook, um, the okay. Death note that it's at. Uh, no, <laughs> Mo. How did you know my dead name was Steve? <laughs> I just fucking threw Steve out there. I don't Demi, think that Demi Gloom is my cat secretly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm dead too. I died in the streets. <laughs> he did it. He's fine. Your cat died. Fuck you. I, I saw him today. <laughs> That's a different cat. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so... No, I, I uh, think that's exactly how it works. I can't say anything. 
I'm just going to have to let you uh, hold oh, on to that theory and see how oh, it develops. Okay. All right. Well you, well, you said no immediately. I thought you were about to challenge me on it. So the more on this as it develops. Uh, all but right, anyway. all, okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, L also reveals. Uh, fuck. What was I thinking of? God damn it. Oh, oh yeah. He challenges. Light. He, he challenges light to kill him. Uh, once once he reveals that he was really not Lindell Taylor, and obviously Light can't do it because he doesn't know his name or his face. Uh, but uh, so that's when L realizes, okay, so you can't kill anybody. There there's some there's some criteria to your killing, and he 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 figures out a couple other things like how uh, L Light's first kill was just an experiment, so that he hadn't hadn't been killing for very long. Uh, L basically like exposes light on like a, a molecular level. It's fucking dope, um, and that's when L's like, "Okay, well, I- I've just exposed you. Uh, it's not long till I catch you now. So uh, see you again <laughs> soon." And then the the broadcast turns off, and Light goes on a monologue, and he's like, "Oh, L, oh no, L is a threat. Well, I accept your challenge, L." He 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 accepts L's challenge, and then they kind of uh, they kind of monologue to themselves, both Light and L, and their monologues are very similar, and they like sort of play each other at the same time. So it's like, oh, these are like two forces of similar intellect going against each other, mm-hmm. and and that's how the episode ends. Uh, so I kind of want to have a discussion now about um, general first impressions of L based on this episode. And we kind of got some of Moe's. We will come back to Mo if he has any additional thoughts, but I want to hear from Demi Gloom. Uh, based on this uh, scene where Elle is first introduced, what were your first impressions? So, like, when he's on the TV and he's, like, inviting him to kill him? Like, yes. Basically exposes the shit out of light. Well, just anything that Elle did in this episode, like his, his, his introduction at Interpol and the broadcast and everything else. I think it was fucking badass, and it immediately establishes how good of a detective he is or not even just how good but like you know what i mean i think um the viewer is meant to think like how the fuck are they going to figure out how this guy with a fucking notebook writing names down and he drops it there's no way you could ever get caught right and i think the show does a good job in this episode illustrating of actually like how amazing detectives actually are and uh how they were actually able to narrow him down so fucking quickly and i think it's uh it's a really interesting moment and it was very uh, intriguing. It caught my attention and it's definitely a good introduction to the battle. I guess that is the two forces L and Kira. I think it's a very good introduction to that conflict and these opposing forces. I think it's a very, I, I, I'm saying the same thing like 30 times. It's a great introduction. Yeah, I, I I mostly agree with Demi Gloom. Like, if I just like went on like a tirade, it probably similar to what Demi said. Just in general, yeah, like the introduction immediately proves that L is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Light is not the only smart boy in town. Uh, L L's got the big brain too, <laughs> and they they're about to go head to head, bro. It's the the introduction is fucking crazy. Like. Like Demi said, exactly. Like, there's like no way you could solve this mystery. Like, you think about it in like a in like a base form way. It's like, oh, this is this guy's magically killing people with notebooks with heart attacks. Like, nobody's gonna solve this mystery. And then immediately, Al comes in 
and narrows down the suspect list significantly and figures out a bunch of details about how how Kira operates. And it's amazing. This is a great introduction to L and to uh, the central conflict of a lot of the show. One of the one of the fucking uh, uh, during the uh, L's monologue on TV when it was being broadcasted in Japan. So some chick in the crowd, <laughs> I heard that I had to watch this twice, uh, but she says, oh, God, this is cringe. Someone called it cringe. Does she? What? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I totally missed that. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's super quick. I'll, I'll, I I just heard it like twice. Couldn't really pinpoint, it, but it, she just hears. You just hear it's cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. There's like a scene with like a crowd, and they're like, "Wow, it's L versus Kira live on TV." And then somebody, and then as L's challenging Kira to kill him, some guy yells, "Do it, Kira!" <laughs> But yeah, the the introduction of L is fucking amazing. Couldn't have been done in any better of a way. So good. Uh, did you have any additional thoughts you wanted to say, Mo? I know you already got into a lot of your opinions. Uh, no, just uh, I guess uh, uh, comparing it to the first uh, episode was really really awesome. I thought I thought it was uh, it it didn't really drop in quality. Sometimes uh, the first episode's a banger, and then the second one sort of like you know they sleep on it but no they 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 really did uh bring the fucking pain with that and it seems that they're uh it seems that this show is going to be like it's going to be the first five ten minutes is a slow burn and then like the the next like the last uh five ten minutes of it's going to be like really really badass i kind of like that sort of uh i like that uh, setup i like that thing yeah, Death Note is really kinetic. It does not waste time, and and you will learn that as we go on. It's very good at storytelling in a way that does not feel like it's meandering at any point. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there are points where it arguably meanders, but we'll we'll get there. We'll see what you think of the uh, uh, the less well renowned arcs. Uh, but anyway, um, so I guess we will do our final three uh, wrap up questions, unless anybody has. Uh, general final thoughts before I ask them. Uh, Demi Gloom? No, I'm solid. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. All right. Besides, so uh, Steve is not actually my dead name. We know. Uh, that was a joke. <laughs> I, I don't want any viewers who aren't familiar with me and my style of comedy. <laughs> to start to calling you Steve to like start dunk calling on Steve you. to piss me off. <laughs> I was never named Steve. My dead name was much cooler don't than say that. yeah yeah don't actually say it <laughs> I, I, just, I, I threw out i threw out a fucking steve and like you know like when i do visual cues and stuff or visual gags i i sort of uh take from what's right in front of me it's like you know p tier griffin peter griffin oh crap it fucking family guy you know tier griffin yeah like he he's got a p on the plate someone's crying he says tear and then a griffin flies through the fucking lunchroom and he just puts together his name peter griffin oh crap boy this is worse than the second episode of kira's kingdom (laughs) uh but anyway uh so yeah uh, we didn't fed post at all you know like we kept everything down like you know we kept it at 50 percent. you know yeah we didn't we didn't say the most offensive shit we could think of for an hour and a half straight oh Uh, man that was good shit that was some good shit uh but anyway uh so favorite character in the episode Uh, we'll start with mo diggity oh we'll we'll say l the new the new character new introduction and all that i I like it i dig it 
I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. All right, fair. Uh, what about you, Demi Gloom? Who else can you pick but L? He was he really gave uh, this Kira a run for his money. And yeah, it's... you know, like I guess you could pick the sister. You know, she was very well written, had a great arc. You know, had a <laughs> beginning, a middle, and an end. You know, can... the arc of doing her math homework. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like fucking blown away. Hashtag, uh, you know, Kira's sister. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, I like Sayu. Was... Kira's sister was very well written. Written, <laughs> my guys. Written. She was very well written. <laughs> very well written. <laughs> we did a good job writing her. I just love how well written she was. I don't know where was. the fuck like this is even going. Dude, this ain't fucking Bible Black, all right, man. This is just you know some fucking anime. I, I'm not. I'm not going. A you know like with. A, I'm not going anywhere with this now. I'm just like just one. I'm the only one. There. I'm the only one that gets to say she's hot. Okay. I'm fucking 17. Dude, no, no, don't even say that, even if you are. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. She's probably like 11 or something. She's not 11, you? she's 14. You're 14. Look, <laughs> if I was attracted to a real-life 14-year-old, that would be creepy as fuck, but she's a 14-year-old anime girl. Who fucking cares? Let's just get off this subject real quick. Just, hey, let's get yeah, off Mo train. has some PTSD associated with that topic. I'm not, I'm not into lollies or anything like that. I think that's fucking gross. But like, it's literally like a high school anime girl. Who fucking cares? She looks grown to me. Like every time I hear the term lolly, I just want to burn all anime down to the ground just so I can avoid hearing this cringe fucking bullshit, man. Like, oh god. Like, okay. There's, there's no like it's, it's just, it's just all weird. Like no, everywhere we, where you go, it's just too extreme on one end, too extreme on the other, and there is no middle. It's just too weird, man. Okay. Oh no, 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 no. I, I'm talking about like the the people who like get like super deep, deep involved in that fucking debate. It's yeah. like, dude, I, I gotta walk out of here, man. I'm trying to be happy. I, I can't get this depressed this quickly. <laughs> I, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, but anyway, though, uh, yeah, I guess I had to agree with Mo and Demi. Who else can you pick but L in this episode? L made an amazing fucking bombshell of an introduction, and that cannot be understated. Uh, so I feel like this is going to be uh, pretty unanimous, too. Uh, favorite scene? Oh, come on. We all know what the favorite yeah. scene is. The fucking broadcast. Yeah, the, the broadcast bro- scene. That's what yeah, I'm easily the broadcast. The fucking Kira call-out post. Great. Uh, even great. in the manga, even when it's not like cinematic, like in the anime, even just consuming that theme through the manga was fucking amazing. It would like blew my mind in a way. Like not not that it's like the m- most incredible storytelling ever. It's just like it really just like reeled me in. Like I wanted to know what would happen next. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, where's this going to go? Which one of them will win, you know? And who knows which one of them will win? <laughs> Who knows which one of them it will look like one. <laughs> That's funny. It's a joke that nobody gets except for... Well, I guess everybody gets it except for Mo. rather, is the <laughs> joke. Strangely enough, after years and years of people talking about this show, I don't think I've had every anything fucking spoiled. That is cool that you actually haven't gotten any spoilers. I knew how this show ended. Before I watched it, I yeah, got it spoiled for me. I have no idea how it ends. Like, I hear, like, you know, well, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking say it, but, you know, 
like uh, I, I don't know who the characters are and it's been like a fucking year or something since I've watched any Death Note videos but yeah what you watched like video essays about Death Note and then just forgot oh no 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 like some years ago like every once in a while I'll put on Looper and they'll like you know top 10 anime betrayals dun 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 and they'll have like some and Death, Death Note, Note would stuff come and, up yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. Death Note stuff but like I, I don't remember anything uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, rating out of ten, uh, Mo. Oh, uh, freaking uh, nine out of ten! Really great episode. I agree with that number. Actually, I gave the first episode an eight out of ten. I think this episode really does up the ante comparably. Uh, obviously, with the big fucking Kira callout pose scene being so amazing and so well crafted, easy nine out of ten. Jeez, well, you know, I like to argue and have a different opinion from everybody else, but I guess this episode is kind of just going to be a bit of a circle jerk, because I also say 9 out of 10. Uh, last episode, I gave a 7 out of 10. I feel like they did a bad job. The, the only My only problem with the introduction, uh, which was the first episode, was how they didn't properly illustrate, like, sort of a dissension into darkness for Akira, and I think that's that would have been that's kind of essential but now like that episode one clearly said fuck that we're just this is just the backstory we have the villain like the villain is already established since the villain is already established at this point i think it was the perfect introduction to the central conflict and for that i give it a nine out of ten it was an amazing episode great experience when i experienced it first through manga and then i saw the episode just man Love it. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's it for today's episode of Kira's Kingdom. Uh, thank you all for watching. Listening uh, is actually the word that you would use. Uh, this is not a visual show. Um, it will be soon. Ooh. Mm. Well, why do you say that? We'll just oh, I didn't even tell out. Mo that... <laughs> He, yeah, he, go ahead and like let me know yeah, what's she's, going on. She's she's posting it on uh the trigger warning YouTube channel where Bernie initiation goes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Awesome. Even though she's not gonna be on the show every episode because she's in school like a cuck. Yeah, I actually wanna get an education. Unfortunate. I I, I fucking have <laughs> my diploma. Like, Where has okay. it gotten me? Nowhere. Where have you <laughs> never mind, you're still working at a fucking call center. Yeah, and I could have easily worked there without a diploma, so it's thus my diploma has not served me. <laughs> what the fuck? Continue <laughs> your education, David. My Why education don't I is have stupid. a I'm like half a year out of fucking graduate you know, out of high school. Why do I have a hundred thousand dollar fucking job? Yet? Exactly. Why am I not like a lawyer already? Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah what the fuck? Alright, anyway, uh, special guest Demi Gloom, where can our listeners find you? Listen. You're not going to find my podcast feed anywhere because I completely threw search engine optimization out of the window when I named it Trigger Warning. There's a million fucking things called Trigger Warning on just about every app. But what you got to do is look up Demi Gloom on your podcast app or on YouTube or the Brony Initiation Podcast. And you'll find my shit. Listen to the Brony Initiation podcast. It's a podcast like this, but My Little Pony. It's me and Riley. Listen to that shit. Good ass show. Listen to the Trigger Warning podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. 
Just look up Demi Gloom in one of those. The apps. two episodes that it has. G-L-O-O-M. If you want to listen to that shit, want to listen to me and Riley talk about incels or me debate transgender issues with SpongeBob Israel pants. Wow, you um, you and Riley talk about incels. It seems like you're you're Joseph Stalin erasing somebody from the picture. Uh, I mean, yeah, heart, uh, was there. <laughs> and, like also, um, shit. I I you know I re- I really wanted to like plan out my plugs. And be like, yes, you could find this, 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 and boom, mo, where we can find. It. But like. I'm fucking doing the thing again. Follow me anywhere at Demi Gloom. Twitter at Demi Gloom. TikTok at Demi Gloom. Instagram at Demi Gloom. SoundCloud at Demi Gloom. Fucking open up your favorite app and look up D-E-M-I-G-L-O-O-M and you'll probably find me there because uh, I'm... You're terminally online. <laughs> I'm terminally online. Yeah, I go on every yeah. app. Fucking you slash Demi Gloom on Reddit. You'll find yeah, that. Yeah, there too. you go. I'm actually... I, I feel like I should look up you slash Demi Gloom on Reddit and see what kind of cringe I find on your reddit page oh if you want to find cringe go to you slash okay gloomer those are like my incel <laughs> okay <laughs> which weren't hateful in any way actually they're actually very feminist i'm not even being joking they're this feminist incel you still a feminist still <laughs> still a boob. Boob. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh mo where can our listeners find you uh, y'all can find me at uh, Twitch or uh, tw- uh, Twitter at Moside Gaming Forty Two, where you can find my uh, pin tweet full of all my bullshit on there. You can check it out. I do have Twitch at Twitch.tv/MoDiggity. Go check that out. I'm streaming a bunch, and I try to stream more, but I do stream for long times when I do stream. It's usually like twice or three times a week whenever I can get around to it. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, I I looked up you slash okay gloomer on Reddit, and I don't think this is Demi Gloom. I, Are I, I you think sure? I found the wrong what person. Did you find? <laughs> I see a bunch of I see a bunch of Name posts a post. about I, I see posts about like smoking. <laughs> Are you sure you spelt it right? It's oh, oh. it's okay, it's okay with an a y. Oh, okay. Okay. Glimmer. I looked up okay without the AY, and that's <laughs> that's what I got. No, okay, gloomer is okay, AY, gloomer. All right, but anyway, uh, you can find me uh, anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. You're already here, uh, but uh, you can check out all the podcasts that are here. Um, you can also check out the description, which has links to all of my social medias and everything else that I do. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's where you can find me. Um, thank you all for listening, everybody. Uh, I've been Riley. I've been Mo. <laughs> this is how we're ending the show. I've been Riley. I've... Yes. My, was, my favorite character was. <laughs> <laughs> we all just say I'm blank, and my favorite character was L. <laughs> I'm Demi Gloom, and you're watching the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. <laughs> The theme song, the music is playing. The outro music. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody.